Thank you, everyone, for tuning into Fantline Wisdom. I'm Minister Marvin Fant, giving wisdom and a godly perspective to combat the problems of today's world. For there is nothing new under the sun, and what God said for yesterday is good for then, today, and tomorrow. Now here's today's wisdom. Praise the Lord, and thank you for joining me today. Uh, the title of today's message is A Father's Appeal, Become Wise, and I'll be coming from the book of Proverbs, basically the first nine chapters, but it'll be in a condensed form. You know, nearly the first third of Proverbs is a series of lectures from father to son. Listen to your father's instruction, and don't reject your mother's teaching. This fact is a reminder that instruction on how to be wise begins in the home. Parents have the responsibility to teach their children to know God, to see the world from his perspective, and to live in accordance with, with his agenda. And children have the responsibility to listen. Solomon says, the teachings of one's parents will be a garland of favor on the head. It is important to God that children and young adults living under the authority of their parents obey their mothers and fathers unless they tell them to do something in clear disobedience to God's word. That doesn't go down well with a lot of kids today, especially when they reach the age at which they are confident and they know more than their moms and dads and think they can do better. Isn't that always the case? But Solomon says, listening to your parents' advice is like storing up gold. Plenty of voices give advice. All of us are subject to many influences and we often become like those with whom we associate. In the book of Proverbs, Solomon tells his son, if sinners entice you saying, come with us, encouraging you to commit wickedness and promising reward, don't travel that road with them. Stay away from them because their feet run towards evil. To put this in modern terms, if you don't want to be a drug addict, don't hang out with drug addicts. If you don't want to be a gang member, don't let, a, don't let gang members be your running buddies. You see, bad company corrupts good morals. That is, when you associate with people of impure character, they're going to rub off on you. <clears throat> These verses in Proverbs pro provide a warning to parents we must make sure we know our kids' companions. And that's what me and my wife always did when our kids were little and growing up. If they're going out with friends, find out where they'll be. When they tell you they're just going to hang out, ask them where. Where will they, where they be hanging out? In case you want to join them. Don't be a wishy-washy parent. Help your child. If they're living under your roof, they're under your authority. 
you have a right to know what they're up to. And you're responsible for knowing. Make sure your kids understand this. When foolish people look for trouble, they are simply setting a trap for themselves. Because what goes around comes around. Sinners call for others to follow them, but wisdom is calling too. Solomon says wisdom, often personified in Proverbs, calls out in the street, makes her voice heard in public squares, cries out above the commotion. Everybody has an idea or opinion, but there are only two answers to any issue, God's answer and everybody else's. And everybody else is wrong. Wisdom is crying out for someone to pay attention to truth. Are you listening? Only inexperienced ones and mockers would ignore hate, refuse, and neglect God's wisdom. Knowledge, counsel, and correction. In fact, Solomon warns that it's disastrous to miss wisdom. Those who reject God's counsel will fall into calamity one day, and then it will be too late. You do not want to hear God declare to you, I will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. So, remember, in Galatians 6 and 7, said, don't be deceived. God is not marked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. When fools reject counsel, correction, and the fear of the Lord, they won't get off scot-free. Since they don't take God seriously, they will eat the fruit of their way and be glutted with their own schemes. In other words, a fool will be stuffed with his own stupidity to his own detriment. On the other hand, whoever listens to the Lord will live securely. The choice is yours. Van Lyon with Marvin, we'll be back in a moment. Okay, and we're back and we're talking about a father's appeal. Become wise. And reading and coming out of Proverbs, godly wisdom doesn't just fall into your lap. It requires diligent pursuit. Finding it requires digging into God's word, the way a miner digs into the ground for silver and other hidden treasure. Why hasn't God made it easy? Why not leave it on top of the ground for you to pick up? because it's too valuable. People don't mind digging for gold. It's worth their efforts. If there's a vein of gold under under their feet, they know their labor to unearth it will be richly rewarded. Wisdom is a treasure found in God's word. Make it your quest to dig for it, and you will discover the knowledge of God. God wants to know how serious we are about him. Many people rise early to exercise because they're serious about getting in shape, but they're too tired to rise early to spend time in God's word. Others set aside time for their favorite TV show, but God can't get a slot on their schedules. The Lord is is the one who gives wisdom. 
You can't obtain it anywhere else. For those who live with integrity, he's a shield to guard and protect the way of his faithful followers. But how serious are you to have his wisdom enter your mind and knowledge delight your heart? How eager are you to have discretion and understanding guard you and rescue you from the ways of evil? How desperate are you to be protected from those who enjoy doing evil, whose paths are crooked, whose house sinks down to earth, excuse me, to death? God only feeds hungry people. If you are not spiritually hungry, ask God to give you a new spiritual appetite. You know, um, smart hikers know to stick to the trail. God has prepared a spiritual path from which we shouldn't deviate. We must keep to the paths of the righteous because the upright will inhabit the land while the wicked will be cut off from it and ripped out of it. Those who reject God's wisdom in order to pursue wickedness and foolishness may seem to flourish for a while. And I know you've seen those type of folks before. They, they may seem to flourish for a while, but eventually they'll be pulled up like weeds. Solomon pleads with his son to remember his teaching and store his commands in his heart. Why? What's the payoff? Doing so will bring many days of full life and well-being. While many Christians say they trust Christ to give them, to get them to heaven, their lives demonstrate a lack of trust in Christ to navigate their day-to-day journeys on earth. But the Lord knows how to deliver. If you inscribe loyalty and faithfulness on your heart, he will grant you favor with himself and people. <clears throat> In our Proverbs chapter 3, it contains one of the most beloved, quoted, and memorized passages in the Bible. It's a reminder that the knowledge of God, of who God is should make us willing to trust him. <clears throat> Solomon says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know him and he will make your path straight. The Hebrew word for trust means to lie down down on, to put your entire weight on something when you go to sleep at night. You lie down on your bed because you believe it is strong enough to hold you up. With all your heart means entirely without exception. So in essence, God says, trust me completely. I can sustain you. Your own understanding won't support you. See, God doesn't want us to want us becoming to crucial crossroads in our lives with nothing to guide us. But faulty human signposts, he wants us to know his ways, his divine perspective, so we don't take the wrong road. The proof that we're not trusting God, even when we say we do, is when we turn to other sources 
first to address life's problems. And don't we do that all the time? We do it all the time. We'll go to drinking. We'll go to drugs. We'll go to gambling. We'll go to um, other women, other men. Uh, we'll go to soothsayers, fortune tellers, you name it. Whatever, whatever is out there, we'll, we'll go to Facebook. We'll go to all these other outside influences instead of going to God first. If you want to know where your trust is, ask yourself, where do I turn first when I need help? God is omniscient and his wisdom is infinite. He has the ability to coagulate and coordinate the events of history throughout eternity. Based on that impressive resume and experience, there's no question that we should seek him first. Remember, James' exhortation, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But will we? But will we? In all your ways, know him is an umbrella statement covering anything having to do with your life. Pleasing God in all things is to become your goal. When you write a check, you need to be certain that you have the resources on deposit in the bank to cover the purchase. Otherwise, the check is going to bounce. A responsible adult then regularly keeps his bank account in mind when making purchases to be sure he can cover the charges. When it comes to negotiating life, God should be the source of your resources. You need to draw on an account that can support your decisions. But unfortunately, we often make life decisions that our spiritual account can't support. And then we wonder why our checks keep bouncing. Know God in all your ways by prayerfully consulting his word. When you rely on God in all you do, he will make your path straight. Life is crooked, so crooked. And it doesn't take long to figure that out, but God can remove the obstacles and cut a path through the woods. He'll make sure your road reaches the right destination. An old axiom says, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. But when you are walking in the will of God, your life heads in a straight line no matter how the road curves. Jesus knows the end from the beginning the start from the finish. He knows where you need to be, how you are supposed to get there and what route you should take. God wants you to trust him so you can start living. <clears throat> Again, in the book of Proverbs, Solomon cautions us, don't be wise in your own eyes unless you fear the Lord and turn away from evil. You shouldn't count yourself a wise person. And you can't just talk about trusting the Lord without walking the talk. One of the way, ways God calls you to trust him with all your heart and think about him in all your ways <clears throat> says is to honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first produce, excuse me, produce of your entire harvest. Giving to the work of the Lord and honoring 
in with how you spend your money is crucial because it's a tangible expression of your faith. It demonstrates how much you value him. And we must recognize God as a source of all we have and as the one who will provide for all our needs. See, sometimes God leads you backward to take you forward, no matter how hard the lesson is to learn. So do not despise the Lord's instruction. The difficult path is always meant for our good. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves, just as a father disciplines the son in whom he delights. Godly parents don't withhold love discipline from their children. The more you love, in fact, the more you correct what is wrong and train in what is right. So endure the hard times, for the one who finds wisdom will be truly happy. Why? Because nothing of value in this world is more profitable or precious. What you do desire in this world, whatever it is, it doesn't compare to what wisdom offers you. Money can't buy life, peace, or happiness, but wisdom can deliver them all. Well said. Thank you for listening to Fatline Wisdom. And please tell others about it. For wisdom is key to growth and prosperity. In Jesus' name. Enough said.